Hey, hey, what's up? Sedano, LZ, and Cap. LZ out today. Cap hanging out with me. And yes, Cap, I did want to go to space camp. I wanted you to be an astronaut. You did or you did go to? No, I wanted to. I did mm-hmm. not go because, mm-hmm. of course, I wouldn't go. I grew up with Latino parents. Laura can understand this. My Latino mm-hmm. parents, I came to them with a pamphlet. My teacher was like, look, you can do this. You've, uh, you know, it's something. I know you want to be an astronaut, right? I was a little kid. I must have been like in fourth or fifth grade, something like that. Sixth grade, maybe tops. And and, and my she, my teacher set me up with the pamphlet, all this stuff. Like I was in, I was ready. I just needed the money. And obviously there's room and board and all this stuff. And my parents are like, okay, what? We got to spend money to send you to Cape Canaveral up there four hours away? And you're going to be gone for weeks? No, 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 no. You're going to hang out with abuela, tia, los primos, and you're going to like it. Yep, and and that was it. That was the end of the discussion. That that's just basically how it went. You know, it's funny you say that though, because you say you you preface it all with I grew up with you know in a Cuban home, and that's the way it was. Dude, I grew up in a Jewish house. It was the exact same way. In fact, you know, it wasn't really. I mean, like my parents. But wait a second. All yeah. my all the and I'm not trying to stereotype here. All my friends who were Jewish went yeah. to some sort of summer camp. Yeah, not me. Not me. You know what my summer camp was? What? My summer camp was working. My summer camp was my at the gas station. At the gas station. Earlier, when I was younger, uh, when my grandfather was an electrician, I mean, there was no summer break. It was you work. That's it. You work. Okay. See, I know I'm not crazy. Bergman, did you go to summer camp? Yeah, I grew up in a Jewish household. I definitely went to summer camp, and I still go. go there now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wish, man. Believe me. I wish I would have gone to summer camp. You know, it looked fun. All my friends went to summer camp. It looked like a blast. You know, See, it's were... different, though. They sent me away for a month. I was actually at sleepaway camp. Yeah, because that's the month. thing. That's right. the cultural part of yeah. it that's, that, that is, was shocking to me is that all my Jewish friends when I was growing up, and, you know, Cap, you and I grew up in South Florida, huge Jewish population, much like here in, in Southern California. So it was like all my Jewish friends always went away in the summertime. Yeah, <laughs> and no, I was when... like, oh, I guess I'll see them in a few months. You yeah, know what I mean? So... They're like, where, where are you going for the summer? And I was like, I'm going to the Catskill Mountains. And they'd say... The Catskills, ooh, you're going to camp. Which camp are you going to? Right. And I was going to Camp Grandpa, the electrician, yeah. who would wake me up at 6 o'clock in the morning by tickling my feet and say, let's go. We're going yeah. to work. And then yeah. we'd work all day like a yeah. beast. Yeah, but our thing, the Hispanic parent thing was more along the lines that they ain't just letting you get out of the house and sleep in just anywhere. Like that, right, Laura? That's the deal. Yeah, 100%. My my mom, when I, even I would ask her to sleep over a friend, she's like, ¿Dónde? ¿Qué? ¿Con quién? I don't know them. Hell no. Yeah, so it, right. It, it that, wasn't was, that was it. No <laughs> doubt. That, that, I, let me tell you something. Do you want to count on, I could count on less than, on one hand, okay, because it was less than that. How many times I slept over someone's house as a kid mm-hmm. with a with a Latino in a Latino household, mm-hmm. and the, the two of them that I vividly remember were because a family member died. I was gonna say that it was That's a family it. member, or yeah. you're a guy too. So that the well, fact that you were they were that strict because you're a right. guy, but I'm well, a girl, so that well, doesn't. Well, I'm talking about when I was a little kid, like you know, I you know, like you know, under like 10, 11, whatever, nine, seven, something like that. Like those are the ones, the two I remember vividly because they were like, "Tenemos que ir a un velorio and tú te quedas en casa, whatever," you know, and so and so. So So let me get this straight. You're telling me that Hispanic people, be it Mexican or Cuban, don't want their kids sleeping outside. Or Panamanian, their home. Honduran, Guatemalan. They don't you know, want Colombian, kids Venezuelan, out. you name it. Yeah. They don't want their kids sleeping out. Is that right? No. Mm-mm. Oh, see, me. Never. We're just like, we're like, who? Yeah, go ahead. Bye. See ya. Just kind of turn on your locations on your phone. Go ahead. Well, but go. that's different. They're now locations on your phone. Like, there was no such thing back then. We didn't even have those brick phones when I was that little, you know? Oh, dude, believe me. I I'm do with know. Cap. I do know. Wait, yeah, I got kicked out of the house Cap. every weekend. Yeah, every now it's like, dude, take my out. kids. Some, some other family, take my children, please. It, it wasn't until I was in high school that I was like, you know, that I had my own freedom because I had a car. I could sleep at someone's house or whatever. But prior to that, oh, hell no. Mm, yeah. See, the thing is, just, just to go back versus, you know, Latinos versus, you know, my people, the Hebrews. My parents were, um, they just didn't trust me to do anything. Right. So, for example, um, you know, there was one year where my friend... Uh, had a, a, a free trip. It was everything was completely free. Everything. And my parents were like, no, you can't go. I'm like, but why? Like, it doesn't cost any money. It's free. Everything's free. Nope. Not allowed to go. They just had no, like, trust. I'm like, I'm 17. I'm 18. I can go. Nope. Can't go. Never was allowed to do anything. Yeah. I, Laura, you couldn't even in high school? 
In high school, I couldn't even sleep over anyone's house. I would have to be home by a certain time if I would go to someone's house because it was a no-no for me to do that. So I mm. always wanted to do like a slumber party. You know how you see it in the movies? Mm-hmm. Not happening. No, yeah. House. Those things never existed. <laughs> only on TV. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. For Latinos, I don't know no. how we got started here, but this is pretty fun. Well, it was the space camp thing. No, yeah. oh, Space Camp. That's right. Yeah. And poor George, poor little George, yeah. didn't get to go to Cape Canaveral yeah. to, to work on the space shuttle. Right. You know, and, and let me just and say I could have been I could have been one of those people sending that lunar thing to Mars this no, week. No, 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 better. You, you should be telling your parents this. You know what? You guys didn't let me go to Space Camp. I could have worked on the space shuttle back then. I could be Elon Musk today. Right. Yeah. I could be Richard Branson today. I could be sending people into outer space today. But instead, you guys made me stay home. I wound up watching University of Miami football practice all summer. And now I'm in sports talk radio. Yeah, that's it. So you're, you're stuck with me because my parents were too strict. Uh, that's the way this works here on the radio. All right. There you have it. Um, so, look – Laura says they didn't trust her, right, or whatever. Latino parents have a hard pro- time trusting. Mm-hmm. Hughes Kaplan also said your parents didn't trust you. Well, now, let also me ask my you this. parents were ridiculously cheap as well. Just, well, just want okay. to put that no, out there. And that's fair. That's fair, too. Just want to put but, that out there, George. But, I mean, do but, you want me to just give you an example, though, just so I can quickly, qualify sure, this content? Because okay. I've got a segue going here, but okay. go ahead. My father. My father, and he hates when I tell this story, but this is a, the God's honest truth. I swear. My father and I walked into a McDonald's one night, okay? And he said to me, what do you want? And I looked up at the menu, and there were cheeseburgers and hamburgers. Cheeseburgers were 59 cents. Hamburgers were 49 cents. I said, I'll have two cheeseburgers, please. My father said, no. You'll get hamburgers, and you'll put cheese on it when you get home. Yeah, that's and pretty I, cheap. And yeah. I could not, couldn't deal with that. I'm like, Dad, it's 59 cents versus 49 cents. Are things that bad? 10 cents? 20 cents total? Come on. Really? He wanted plus me to tax. go home and put cheese yeah. on the burger. Yeah, That's cheap. Yeah, pl- plus tax. I mean, it mm-hmm. is what it is. Uh, so anyway, you said you, they didn't trust you. Mm-hmm. Laura and I talked about parents not trusting us. Bergman's parents clearly didn't even care. Like, they were just like, yeah, get him out of the house. Right. Yeah. Not at all. They, they wanted me out of the house as much as possible. Right. They wanted me right. playing outside, going to friends' houses. Right. I was Well, no, going to friends' houses and house. playing outside was a normal thing. I'm just talking about the actual – once the sun came down, mm-hmm. that was a different oh, story. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. I could be gone for as long as I, I never had a curfew. I was allowed oh. to go and do whatever I want, whenever I wanted, as long as I was in bed I yeah. and woke up there in the morning. All mm-hmm. right. So let me ask you this, Kaplan. Do you trust what the Lakers are doing right now? Because I don't know <laughs> if I trust them. Right. And we're talking about trust. Very good transition, George Sedano. Do I trust them? Listen, um, I'm feeling like a lot of people who are tuning in this afternoon are going into a Laker kind of panic. Somebody tell me, help me read the room. Am I feeling the energy that Laker fans are starting to get really worried? And it's not just a couple of losses, but it's a loss to New Jersey or to Brooklyn rather without KD, no AD, no Schroeder. I got it. But then the way Brooklyn's been looking, the way they beat the Clippers, are Laker fans not just panicking about the Lakers team, but about Brooklyn. Um, I think both personally. Like I think that th- first of all, Brooklyn is a real problem. And if you don't think Brooklyn is a real problem, you have not been listening to me for the last several weeks. Okay, I know that LZ's big on the Bucks and Cap. You have been big on a lot of teams in the Eastern Conference. I have been steadfast in telling you that as long as those three guys are healthy, they're going to win the Eastern Conference. And by the way, they just went through the West, a six-game gauntlet, okay, without Kevin Durant for most of those games. Uh, If not, if I recall now, I'm thinking it might not have – he may not have played in any of those games. So this is a real problem. And then conversely, I do think the Lakers have some problems because everyone's been sitting here talking about, oh, the Lakers will be fine once AD comes back. And sure, that helps a lot. It is by far the biggest piece of the puzzle. There's no denying that. However, okay, the Lakers' three-point shooting is poo-poo, okay? Yeah, it's it is doo-doo, okay? Mm, mm. They haven't broken 30% in six of their last seven games. Forget forget like 35, 40%, which is they were shooting ridiculously to start the season. They can't, they're like 26, 27, 28. That is awful. 
by far would be the worst stretch of anyone in the league right now. That is a big problem. So as much as they need a big man to kind of help them out, they need real guys that can shoot and play some defense too because we're getting to this stage where if AD doesn't come back, it means LeBron's going to have to carry an even larger burden. I have no problem with that. I just want to say that I got no problem with LeBron having to cover or t- having to carry the larger burden. Let me tell you something. Um, maybe it's just me and my perception that LeBron is superhuman. I get it. He's been hurt. He's missed time. Not this year, but I'm saying in the past. But I got to tell you, for all the non-stop talk about LeBron and the MVP, LeBron's been robbed. LeBron should have four, five, whatever. All this campaigning that goes on for the MVP, in my opinion, this is where LeBron gets to shine. Hey, I want my damn respect, too. That's right. I want my damn respect. Hey, everybody. You know, I didn't have AD. I put this team on my shoulders. I got us to where we are. I positioned us for when he got back. That's why I'm the MVP, even if we don't even have the number one seed. I'm still the MVP. So, look, for all this campaigning, George Sedano, I say, hey, LeBron, this is your team. This is your time. You got to carry everybody? then that's what you got to do because you're LeBron freaking James. Right, but you also need LeBron freaking James uh, to have some semblance of help. And when you're only shooting 28% against the Miami Heat or whatever it was from three, then that's a big problem. Now, look, I'm not saying that some of these teams that they've played aren't good defensively, uh, particularly Miami is a good defensive team, right? But they, they can't – they've missed some open looks in these games – and that's the type of stuff that if, if I'm another team and I'm watching and we're in the thick of this, like, tough portion of the schedule that you and I and LZ talked about a while ago, like, I, I think that it we're, we're hitting a stretch now where those things are going to be illuminated even further. Now, let me ask this. Laura, where are you on the panic meter? If I told you what, – what, you know what? Actually, Cap, if I gave you a 1 to 10 spectrum, yep. 10 being – unbelievably panicked, sound the alarms, I'm running around like a maniac in the room telling everybody to get out of the room, right? Or one, putting my feet up, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like, this is fine. I'm going to go, can you order a pizza? Can I get a cigarette? Maybe some, <laughs> can, can I get, uh, get, get me some of the dispensary? Sure. Like, if that's a one, where are you? All right, this is a great question. Here goes. On a scale of one to ten on the Laker panic meter, I'm right now at a five. Okay, well, five. that's some here's, semblance here's, of panic. Here's here's my five. You ready? My five goes like yeah. this. I'm very concerned about Anthony Davis's health going forward. Okay, fair. Uh, I'm concerned that if LeBron keeps playing the way he is and has to put everybody on his back, at some point his back is going to get sore. So I think that's something to consider. Although, again, I think he's superhuman, and I think he's going to have to carry everybody. So there's there's those two things that I got to think about. And then, yeah, there's Brooklyn out there and how they've been playing without without KD. But I also want to just say this. This regular season doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter. It's all about getting to the postseason. And so for me, I'm right there at a five, George. Okay, fine. Laura, where are you? Okay, so... Today, I am like a 7.5, right? but I was like at a 4.75 mm-hmm. <laughs> after the last few games, it went up. So yeah, I'm panicking. Okay, 7.5 yeah. now. 7.5, 7. 5 is, 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 is panic, is a yeah. healthy panic. Yeah. Healthy, and of course, I like that, healthy. And of course, of course, I have a feeling we're going to go way on the other side of the spectrum here. Gregory Bergman, Wait, breathing that. heavy already. What are you, what are you breathing <laughs> like breathing that? Heavy. Ah, Darth close. Vader I'm over there. Heavy. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you, we you immediately did. heard you go like this. Darth Vader said Before you even came on. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, That's we heard, right, like, right. it was That's like Darth Vader. Already. Yeah. I'm not let even me, joking. Let me answer the question. The three of us heard I, it. No, I know. Greg, I believe you. No I believe you. I don't know what you want me to do. I breathe. It's no big deal. It's just that, like, sometimes, you know, like, you're talking to somebody on the phone, and you can hear them breathing, and you're like, what are you on a Peloton? Or are you getting right. down and dirty right now? We it's just, just one of those you. moments. That's all. It's yeah. cool. Are you dancing? Like what? What is going on there? Yeah. No, I'm sitting in my chair, waiting okay. for you, ready to go. Go okay, ahead. So, so go tell ahead. me. What's your panic situation? Where are you? I, I'm. I'm at a four. I mean, it's a. Okay. It, there is wow. some four. panic there. Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa! Because... Four. That is actually impressive for you. I feel like. <laughs> right. 
Well, because like think about it. When even when the AD and Schroeder were playing, they were still playing pretty poorly. And you were they were take, going late into games, double overtime, Correct. triple overtime, whatever it happened to be. There was some there were some issues there, even when they're playing. And now AD's not coming back till possibly a week or two before the postseason. Yeah, I'm a little worried. But once he's back, I feel like they're gonna slide right through. All right, eight seven 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 ten right is through. All right, hold that thought, dude. We got a break. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. We got a clock around here, Kaplan. We do? I don't know if you know that. No, I had no idea. Yeah, we got a clock. We got, no. you know, PPM. We oh got people with meters who need to hear them in certain quarter hours and all that crap. All right, we got to do this thing. All right, 877-710-ESPN. Where are you on the panic meter? Kaplan's at a five. Oh, I haven't even mentioned what I'm at. I am at a six, a solid six, okay? That is above average. Uh, above Kaplan, below Laura, and certainly above Greg, who's at a four. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. What are you most worried about? The AD situation? Are you worried about the Nets? Are you worried? About, I mean, I don't think anyone's worried about the West, to be honest with you. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I think it's got to be either AD or the Nets. Which one worries you more? Plus, we got a poll up right now. You can vote. Who went to summer camp as a kid. Did you go? If you, if you did not, why wouldn't you go? Were your parents not letting you go? Give us all that stuff, too. And last thing. Wait. We got one more thing. Dude, we got to tease the contest. Things. We're going to give away cash. How much cash are we giving away today, Greg Bergman? $180. There you yep, go. 180 bucks. And that's happening at 430. You still have, what is it, 17 minutes left to register. So you can register by texting the word MISSION. To four zero seven zero five. All that on the other side. Sedano LZ Cap with you here on seven ten ESPN. No LZ today. We're taking you up till five thirty. Lakers tonight against the Wizards, and then of course we are giving away cash, cold hard cash, and effectivo at four thirty. If you want to register to win one hundred eighty bucks, do it right now. Text the word mission to four zero seven. Zero five. So, Kaplan, I know you had something to say before you asked Greg, but before we do that, Adam Bronstein, who we're very excited to have back in studio, who uh, got through a battle with COVID, and thank you, Adam. We're as I told you the other day when we spoke, we're very excited that you're back and healthy and good, and everyone is okay in the family. Um, but as as happy as we are about that, I am super jealous because you just told me you did indeed go to space camp when I wanted to go, and my Latino parents, who were too much of a pain in the ass, who wouldn't send me because they're cheap and, of course, a pain in the ass, um, didn't allow me to go. So tell me what you did. No, pretty camp. much I flew out to Florida with an elementary school buddy oh back God, in the day. It was like That's right. mid-90s, I'd say. I, I couldn't even – they wouldn't and, even drive uh, me for it. No, we uh, you know, stayed there for like a week and a half, and we did the whole uh, – Kind of, you know, we did the, uh, the kind of the shuttle missions, kind of like uh, they put us with a group of like five or six kids and we just kind of went through training missions and did a bunch of science experiments. It was fun. Look at that, Kaplan. He did science experiments, flew across the country to do this. You were at a gas station and I was hanging out with Abuela. I know. I tried to explain to you, man. I mean, there, you know, you said that, that all your Jewish pals went to summer camp. You're the only one? Well, right. Well, there's Bronstein right there. They'll yeah. fly him across country, get rid of this kid, get him out of our <laughs> face for a couple of weeks. Right? And my father was like, you get your ass to work. That's yeah. what you're going to do. You're going to pump yeah. gas, pal. Yeah. That's what I did. All right. So what did you have for Bergman before we well, went here's to break? Because we got a full board of calls here, all too. All right. So let, let's get to the calls. But let me say this. No, no. Go. Talk to Bergman. What, here you we had go. something to say to him. Okay. Here's the thing. For everybody that's just getting with us right now, we were all having a conversation about where are you on a Laker panic meter. George, you said healthy six, correct? Yes, healthy six. I told you middle of the road five. Mm -hmm. Bergman tells you four. And Lauda, she's already losing her mind at seven and a half. So there's your scoreboard, okay? So Bergman says that when AD comes back, they're going to skate through. Yeah. And I just... I, I want to just say one thing right now. Let's all pump the brakes for just one second, okay? 
Um, winning another title is not, it's just not something we're guaranteed. Correct. It is something that is going to be ridiculously, incredibly difficult to do. Whether it's because you look at Brooklyn and the way they're playing, or maybe it's because you look at Utah or the Clippers or anybody else, it is not an automatic that Correct. Anthony Davis comes back and they automatically just go win the championship. And when mm-hmm. he said they just skate through, I was like, what? Yeah, no, skate is no. I do think they are the favorite to win the championship. I think that, I, I would say, if Anthony Davis is back and healthy, right? But skate, I felt like, is a bit aggressive. I'm with you. Bergman? Right, yeah, I mean, I, I, I said slide, but it's basically slide. the exact same slide thing. Was e- yeah, wait, a- sliding, let me tell you something. Sliding is easier than skating. Correct. So, you see what I'm saying, I, I George? Agreed. Well, right. because I mean, think about it. This man, George just said it. This team is still favored to win the championship. If AD is back and healthy, they are favored to win. Favored, favored is not be sliding than- through, though. You made it seem like they were literally going through, like, uh, you know, the Washington Generals or something. Like, they're the hardest <laughs> to It's going to be difficult, but I just feel like this team and how they are, and this is one of the better teams that we've seen the Lakers in a long time when they're full and, and healthy. Mm-hmm. And so going into the playoffs, I don't think it's going to be much different than what we saw last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, that, is your, that is a bad assumption because I think that – this is a weird season, dude, and so many things can happen. Just because AD comes back, what if they're missing other guys? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if Schroeder, for some I mean, reason, is out? If we're, if we're going to go with what ifs, then everything always no, changes. No, but what I'm saying what is you, just, you said if they just get AD back, they'll slide through. I, I think that in a world that we live in now, in this weird-ass season that we're dealing with, I don't think you can just say that automatically about no anyone. slide. There's no sliding. It will not be that lubricated. It will not be slidden. Look, it's always going to be tough. Way. They're in the West. It's no gonna, slide. It's going to be tough. Right. No slide. Okay, okay there you go. That's all we wanted you to say. No it'll slide. be tough because it's the West. No slide. If healthy, they will. They should get through the West. Okay. If healthy. Fair? If, if healthy. If, if, if healthy. That, that, that's better. That's better. All right, all right George, let's, let's see to, what everybody thinks. I'm curious Simon. to hear what people think. Go let's ahead. go to Simon in Brentwood. Simon, what's going on? Hey, guys. Uh, I wanted to say that... I am more concerned uh, than, I guess, all of you. I'm a Lakers fan since the 80s, and I think our inability to put the ball in the basket is scarier than our defense. And, you know, you have these big guys and people that draw in the defense, like Shaq and AD, sorry, like LeBron and AD. I mean, Shaq had Dennis Scott and Nick Anderson, and we have Kyle Korver, and Brooklyn just killed us with that guy who just kept shooting from the outside. I forget his name. I don't know why we don't have, like, a specialist sharpshooter. That when Braun draws these people in, AD draws these people in, I love KCP. He has such a pretty stroke. I don't know why it doesn't go in more often, but he's streaky. And I feel like we just need someone who can be reliable. Well, and that would make your, a big difference. To your point, Adam, I'm uh, sorry, Simon, um, and thank you for the call. Um, they don't have that. And I talked about this last season, Cap, where they don't have a guy, like he mentioned, a Joe Harris, right? Who, like, you look at him, Duncan Robinson, right? Like the guy who, who they just played on Sunday. Uh, Tyler Hero. Those guys, you look at them, I know Tyler Hero's struggling this year, but generally you look at them and you say, those guys are going to be like high 30s, almost 40% from three. The Lakers don't have that guy. Like, they don't have that guy that you say, that guy is a knockdown shooter. They are streaky. Last year they were ranked 23rd in the NBA in three-point shooting. The difference was AD and LeBron were so overwhelming compared to the competition that it allowed for those guys to hit open jumpers and teams dared them to hit them, and they did. Yeah, I, you know, this is for me, and, this, and by the way, when you get on the line, for all the callers, when you get on the line, start us off with where are you on the panic meter? Are you at a 1? Are you at a 10? This gentleman, Simon, sounded like he was at an 11. Eight and a half, you said. Eight and a half. I did not hear that. Thank yeah. you. So, look, um, remember how everybody before the season was talking about how much better the Lakers are with the additions that they've made? Yeah. And right now you're looking at the additions and going, um, hello, like, is anybody here going to help? And Schroeder was out, obviously. And Matthews, you talk about streaky, has been that. And Gasol has been sometimes okay and sometimes not so good. So, you know, it's, it's just interesting how we live this emotional roller coaster of, oh, my God, look how much better they are. And they're easily going to repeat to now it's like, um, where are you on the panic meter? Let's find out. Let's find out from Devin in L.A. Devin, where are you? Hey, what's going on, boys? Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, I am at an 11, man. What? I'm telling you, brothers, I am at an 11. Um, couple of things. I'm a diehard Laker fan. They just signed Anthony Davis to a max contract. Why on earth 
they would uh, risk bringing him back this season. I have no idea what the type of injury that he has. It's worth. It's not even worth. It's worth shutting down for the year. They just signed him to a max deal. Nextly, um, what I ask you guys: What is the Los Angeles Lakers' identity this year as a team? Because defense. I'm still trying to they're, figure they're, out. They're, they're what a good is defensive I, team. They are oh, that. No. They're the number one defense. So they're at least oh. that still. Oh, I have a different identity for the team. The, the identity for the team is LeBron and everybody else that he's carrying. How about that? Okay. okay. Well, I mean, his the, what you're seeing right now, the Lakers and that short rest that they got and the lack of a, uh, a preseason and a training camp with these new additions, bro, it's going to be worse by the time we make it to the finals to try to play Brooklyn because we're not going to have the legs, man. And, the, and really quick, really quick, the Lakers schedule – in the beginning, they played the Mavs. We played the Spurs twice, the Grizzlies twice, the Bulls twice. We played the Rockets twice, OKC, the Pelicans. Milwaukee is not what they were last year or have been, and we've played the Warriors. We've had a very easy beginning of the schedule, yeah. and it's going to get tough moving forward. Yeah, and they're they're in the midst of it, Devin, That's and thank you call. for the call. Stay healthy, stay call. safe. They're in the midst of the tough part of it right now. So, mm-hmm. All right, coming up next, we're going to announce a name. If you haven't registered yet to win 180 bucks, text the word MISSION, M-I-S-S-I-O-N, to 40705. We'll have that for you coming up next. We'll take some more calls throughout the show, obviously. We're only on until 530. And we got to get into this Cam Newton situation with this young kid over the weekend. Every parent in listening right now must be like, what? We'll get into all that coming up in four minutes. Yes, sir, Chris. Thank you. The name today is Steven Garcia. From Downey, that's Steven Garcia from Downey. Steven Garcia from Downey, your mission is to call us back within 20 minutes at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, and you will win 180 bucks if you do and qualify to win 1800 as a grand prize in March. Very, so you, very good. You've got till, I'm going to give you till 452, Steven Garcia, to call in. Steven Garcia from Downey. If you know Steven Garcia from Downey, Tell him to call him, to call us, excuse me, at 877-710-ESPN because everyone else is rooting against him because if he doesn't call in within the 20 minutes, that means it rolls over to 360 tomorrow. All, All right. right. There you go. All so, Cap, go. as we yes, wait sir. for Steven Garcia, mm-hmm. I saw something pop up on my Twitter. Now, Greg Bergman alerted uh, me, me to this, and it was a tweet from Steve Mason, our friend from Mason in Ireland, uh, the most important person, I believe, at the station, Steve yes, Mason. I, I have nominated him. There he is right there. Yes. And you tweeted this, Mace. It says, I want to do another round of podcasts. I love helping other people with their podcasts. If you have a show where you'd like me as a guest, DM me. Yes. And what I say to you, sir, is you are a, 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 a solicitor. You are knocking at the door when I got the sign that says do not solicit. You are a person of the night just strolling the streets of L.A. You are out on Olympic Boulevard that is strolling. Un- that is strolling. unbelievable. Here soliciting. I am. A lot of people are starting up podcasts that listen to the show. Everybody says, hey, h- how do you get into the business? I say start a podcast. Yeah. And there are people – I did a round of podcasts about six months ago, and I probably did 20 shows for people, with people. Uh, and help them with their shows because I then retweet it and I've got a number of followers and it helps them and and it tends to be a really good guest for them. So I don't think it's soliciting. I'm just offering to help. But you're also then asking them in return to listen to your Culture Pop podcast, are you not? I mean, they'll ask me about it probably because they know it's important. <laughs> so it is It is some semblance of solicitation. Well, I'm also, Mason, ad- Mason, I'm also ju- advertising the show. Mason, right. let, me, let me take your side here, Steve Mason. Yes. George, George Sedano is looking at this way wrong. Way yes. wrong. Mm. He's calling you a hooker is number one. <laughs> Basically, okay? yes. You are a hooker, Mason. Okay, and, and you're not a hooker, okay? You are a guy who I think is actually super smart when it comes to promoting what you do. So the thing is, is this, is that, um, like, I was a guest, just so you know, George, I was a guest on Mason's podcast this past weekend. Yes. And it's a Saturday at 11 o'clock in the morning. George that- has been a guest. I have. I have. We went yeah. deep, Mason okay. and I, yeah. And, and we did this past weekend as well. And so for Steve, um, I provided some content, an interesting conversation. For me, he gave me a chance to get deeper into a relationship with the 710 listeners, but also gave me a chance to promote my other business. And so for me, I'm always looking for any podcast that I can be on. They could have 100 downloads, a million downloads. 
if I can talk to people about my business and I can bring people to my business because I guessed it on somebody's podcast, I'm all for it. And Mason, let me tell you something. I feel like a jerk for not ever thinking to tweet people like, hey, if you want me, you want to talk to me. All I want to do is promote what I do, and let's have a conversation. Right, I'll be right, happy yeah. to be on your Wait podcast. Wait a second. Mace, yeah. you said you are helping them with their shows. How sure, are, like, let me how give are you example. helping them? Sebastian Atashi. Yeah. I'm currently a senior at UC Santa Barbara, getting ready to graduate in June, and I started a sports betting website company that focuses on free bets and picks. We do two times a week on Zoom, mm-hmm. myself and two other seniors that attend USC. Now, they're an up-and-coming podcast, right? They're yeah. getting started. They're, right. they're college kids, and they're starting to break into broadcasting, and they're yeah. starting with podcast. If I can help bring attention to their podcast, great. If I can talk about my podcast and my radio show, I'll do it. You're also bad at betting, though. I am bad at betting. <laughs> I am, I'm not sure why they want me on the betting part. Because look, a lot. I I try to do. I I get kids who will e- e- message me on Twitter or Instagram, and and I will generally try to do their podcast. But yeah. I I feel like the solicitation part of this. Like I feel like you 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 are being a little bit of a hooker here. Because now are you giving them tips on how to a actually be bit. a broadcaster? A yeah, a little bit of a hooker. Just a little bit of a hooker. Yeah, not, not a full really, blown hooker. Uh, no. Yeah, just on the weekends. Clearly. Yeah. Yes. Not not really a hooker. I think that's really strong uh i am <laughs> am i promotional in this sure i i am i'm i'm reaching out to people but i also you know i've done podcasts where i think they're literally i'm their first podcast or i'm their fifth podcast right. and right. they're really just getting started and yeah. if i can retweet that stuff i'll i'll do it for them to help okay. them get started well throw okay. out another part of how it. many have you retweeted every single one well wait and how, wait how, but, but throw out another part of it oh you know i probably i've probably done 20 yeah, listen. Where I've retweeted it. A lot of people who, who listen, everybody wants to be or everybody can be in the media game now, okay? When, when Trevor Bauer signed with the, the Dodgers, he didn't have a press conference. He produced his own video and put it on YouTube, right. which, which is very much a social media platform. People think of it as just being video content. It's social media as well. And so everybody wants to or has the ability to uh, create their own content. And I know, you know how many kids I know that all of a sudden were like, you know what, maybe I should just play my video games on Twitch. And then the next thing you know, they got a ton of followers. Or even my daughters do these dances on TikTok, and the yeah. next thing you know, they got a million people that have, have seen their dances. And and so, listen. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Actually, Uh-oh. Uh-oh yeah. what? Uh-oh. We have, you know, we have a journalist on this show now, and it's not LZ because he's out Who, today. Who's the journalist? His name is Gregory Bergman. Gregory, Gregory Bergman. Gregory Bergman is a journalist. I've and read has, his stuff. And he's done some investigating here. Yes. Investigating. What have you investigated, uh, Gregory Bergman? He says, oh, he can't talk because he had Twitter. to give you the, the Comrex. Is he there? Okay. No, I'm here. Oh, he's I'm there. Talking. Go ahead, Gregory. All right. So I've gone to Steve Mason's Twitter page and it's you know at venice mace and i don't see any podcasts from any because i just ex- started i just made the <laughs> offer <laughs> I Wait, but you said earlier yet. that you were retweeting people no, already for about for about six mm-hmm. months six months ago i went through about three weeks where i did nothing but podcasts for people every afternoon i would do a podcast and i'm about to start that again i'm, I'm gonna give one three weeks I, I'm doing one today at 5 o'clock. I'm doing go, the Mace. Ed Krasnick Mental Health Comedy Podcast and you. I'm doing that at 5 o'clock this afternoon. Awesome. It's a chance to help them, help Ed, and also promote my stuff. Yeah, I okay. don't know. I, I don't see the problem with it. I have no I'm not saying it's a problem. I just no. am, I, I'm just curious as to the, uh, the modus operandi. Operandi. Right well, here. let me tell you something, Steve Mason. I think this is such a brilliant move by you. I think it's a sweetheart move by you. I'll have you know. And I just jumped on top of your tweet and said, guess what? I think this is such a great idea. I'm available, too. There you this go. Is, you two are just two peas in a pot here. Me, All of a sudden. Me and that, Cap. The new alliance. The new alliance. Me and Cap, <laughs> both in. If you have a podcast, we will absolutely do it. Uh, Scott, what's your uh, side business, Scott? It's uh, Sided, right? That, yeah. That's right. It's called yeah. Sided, and, uh, and here's what you should do. Everybody listening right now, since everybody's looking to use podcasts as promotional vehicles, and since Mason has taught us about promotional promiscuity this afternoon, (laughs) you should all download my app. It's called Sided, and just follow my tweets, and you can see questions that I post. And, yeah, you should do that.
Yeah, and there you go. And also, you now, should now uh, go to Spotify or iTunes and search Culture Pop, and you will find my podcast. Download it, subscribe. I would appreciate it. How does well, this Donna, enhance to push out? How does this wanna... enhance the Mason and Ireland product, though? It's it's good. It's getting myself out there. What do you mean? I do a podcast. They're mostly talking to me about Mason and Ireland. Okay, All that's right. the primary thrust of it. I mean, not, my podcast isn't my lead thing. It's not. It's my side hustle. It's not my business. Okay, so you're, it's like your Uber. It's my Uber, yeah. Yeah, it's my Uber. It's my side hustle. I think it's awesome, dude. I think it's awesome. Keep so promoting will do. So Cap will do a podcast, any podcast. I'll do any podcast. If you've got a podcast, we'll jump on. Name the day. Yeah, that's right. And by the way, you've just doubled your guest list. So for everybody that thought, hey, this is kind of cool. I've been listening to Steve Mason on the radio forever. I'm excited to have him on. Yo, now you got two back-to-back. Sedano unavailable for your podcast. Sedano will not. Uh, that's do not your true. I've actually unavailable. done. I have Sedano actually, is not no, 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 no. Here, Here's the difference. No, 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 no. no here's the difference. When they ask me, I just do it. I don't go out there and tweet it out to everybody that oh but come ask me to do most it. Most people don't think to ask. Most people think oh no I could. I Steve Mason would never do my podcast. Why would I even try asking? And I'm making myself available. Here's the difference. I'll totally I, do it. I I I am happy to do it. I have done it plenty of. I, actually, ask all these kids who do Laker podcasts. I've done almost all of them. I've actually okay. heard you on a couple of those. Yeah, but I, I, have. I and I do retweet it when I go on. But I'm not going out there going hey what's up come okay. at me here on all Olympic right. Boulevard right. well, open your business. Well, Wait a second. Hold on. I have a question. By the way, I work Santa Monica Boulevard. I do not work uh, Olympic Boulevard. Well, Olympic (laughs) is where the office is, so that's why I said (laughs) that. No, but but that's true. You wouldn't do it at Olympic because you don't want people at the office to notice. Yes. Correct. George, would you be more open to blatantly saying I'm available if you had something that you wanted to push? Ah, no, I'm just happy to do question. it just because I'm willing to do it. <laughs> like, that is nothing to do. I don't need to promote anything. All right. well, <laughs> As a, a matter of fact, are. when these kids have me to come on, they usually ask me, what do you want to promote? I'm like, nothing, dude. Let's just talk about what you want to talk about. Yeah, not me. Yeah. I actually have something I'd like to promote. Yeah, and it's I something, something I would I'd like, like to, to talk about. So you're getting something out of it. That's right. the whole point. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, you're, not, that's dude, you're, not, you're not this altruistic uh, you, you know, person. You you're doing it because you want something. Yeah, that's exactly Okay, that's fair. But that's all I wanted to hear. are rising together. Yes, that's, right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I wanted to hear. Not that you're doing this out of the kindness of your heart. You're doing it because you want to promote. By yourself. the way, I've got like seven invitations for podcasts right now. Okay, good. Nice. I hope nice. you get. I hope you get a couple more out of this one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. By, by the way, I am very disappointed. What is the name of this Southern California group that didn't give you the Hall of Fame nod? Uh, Southern California Sports Broadcasting uh, Association, and they did not give us best sports talk show in Los Angeles. Shame on to you. Somebody else. Yeah, I shame I was, on the Southern California Hall of Fame of Broadcasting, whatever the hell they're called. Now, shame I will on say, you, Steve I will Mason. Say we appreciate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I, listen, I'm actually doing something good for you here. Steve okay. Mason, okay, is the most important person okay. in sports radio in Southern California going for 20-plus yes. years, okay? Yes. Mason yes. in Ireland is the staple of sports radio in this town. How dare you overlook them? Yeah. You know yeah, what? We are banning the Southern California well, wait, Broadcasters well, Hall that, of Fame. Before you do that, we did get inducted into the Southern California Sports Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Oh, so wait, they so did no ban? That. No banning then from George. No banning. No banning. I'm in the, we're in the Hall of Fame. We didn't win this year, but we're in the okay. Hall of Fame. So I, I, okay, I was I, ready I to go that. full Monty here for you. Yeah, yeah. No, s- stick with the uh, National Radio Hall of Fame. That's the one I'd like to get into. Okay. And by the way, I'll do a podcast for him. <laughs> You should ask them if they want if you to be helps. a guest on their podcast. On you their could podcast. really help them. Who beat you, Mason? Who, sh- who do I need to fight out there? Uh, he's a completely deserved uh, recipient. It is uh, David Basset who does the Dodgers uh, Dodgers talk. He does a good oh, job. Oh, well, I yeah, he's actually, he's actually very good. Yes, he's very right. good, yeah. All right, so he just deserved to win. Say. Sorry, Mason, you, you didn't yeah. deserve to win. Not being no, banned. Not this year. Not being not banned. Let's get yeah. Sliwa to win next year. Let's do that. Oh, that would be great. Campaign for playoff Sliwa. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I got to go because, you know, Gregory Bergman wants us to break, you know. Well, I got to go, too, because I've got a podcast. Oh, yeah, go. Oh, yeah, that's right. Go have fun doing podcasts. Right, for hey, your by own the benefit. way, Steve yes. Mason stopping by this afternoon. I'm sneaking this right in. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. Visit SweetJames.com. What do you think about that? All right, Mace. We Excellent. love you, buddy. All right. Thanks, guys. See ya. All right. We got a break. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, we never got to Cam Newton. We're still waiting from Steven Garcia from Downey. You've got uh, eight minutes, bro, to call 877-710-ESPN if you want to win 180 bucks. Steven Garcia from Downey, eight minutes. Call 877-710-ESPN for 180 bucks. If he doesn't call in in eight minutes, it rolls over to 360 tomorrow. Uh, all right. We'll be back in three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, I love this song. Do you know who this is, Kaplan? Um, I'm trying to think of who it is, but I'm just about sure I heard it this morning in one of my Peloton classes. By the way, everybody who's asking me on Twitter <laughs> to start an ESPN 710 Peloton hashtag... Yeah. As soon as I get that deep into my bike, I've only had it for about a month and I've not really worked that hard on figuring out how to start a hashtag. I will start an ESPN 710 Peloton hashtag so we can all work out together. That I will start. So the answer oh. is no. Okay. Um, give me a hint. Come on. Give me a hint. Rihanna. Oh. Um, okay. Give me another hint. No, it's Rihanna. I oh, just told oh, you who okay. it was. My bad, my There's bad. no reason. We, we got to go it. here. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. we don't got a lot of time for you to be, like, you know, guessing got forever. It. You know? It's Rihanna. <laughs> the Riri Navy is going to be very upset at you, though, for not knowing. <laughs> it ain't Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris is featured on the, uh, on the track as well. But uh, the Riri Navy is a real thing. Quick story before we get into the Cam Newton situation. So one morning, I was um, – when, when I lived in Connecticut, when I first got hired at the company, I used to be the main fill-in for Mike Greenberg on Mike and Mike with uh, Chris Carter at the time. Mm. And Chris and I would fill in for Greeny and Golick. And one morning, we had um, big baby Glenn Davis on, okay, towards the end of the show. It's like 9.30 Eastern or whatever. And he comes in studio, and we were talking to him. And he had gotten into something about with Rihanna, right? Because uh, I guess she was allegedly dating our pal Matt Barnes at the time or something like that. And, you know, she denied something or about dating him or whatever. And we asked Glenn, we're like, yo, what's the deal with uh, your boy, Matt Barnes, your teammates, you know? And he's like, oh, man, of course she knows. She's just being whack or whatever. Yo, I, all I did was ask the question, okay? Now, it's on national television, so I guess there was a lot of people that found the clip or whatever. My mentions on Twitter were flooded for 24 straight hours. Of, she said she don't know him. Why are you arguing? Why do you need to even bring it up? I was like, yo, my bad. Oh, I'm dude. so sorry. Dude, you're like, lucky that's all they wanted. You're lucky they didn't They didn't want you fired. I mean, my goodness, the cancel culture world that we're living in right now, you're lucky they weren't calling ESPN saying, this guy Sedano brought up Barnes and Rihanna, and he should be fired for that nonsense. Because, dude, it's, I'm honestly contemplating a week off of Twitter and see how different my life is. Oh, I agree. I, so it's funny you mentioned that because I want to get into this Cam Newton story because it leads perfectly into that. So Cam Newton was sponsoring some seven-on-seven teams, right, in this tournament. And in the, the, I guess the group that one of the groups he's sponsoring, he sponsors several teams, there's this kid who sees Cam and he starts, like, mouthing off at him, Okay. So, or, Laura, play the sound real quick. For I'm sure people have seen it, but if you haven't heard it, um, we'll let you listen. It's pretty decent audio. Go ahead. You ass. You're a free agent. You're a free agent. I'm rich. You're a free agent. You're about to be poor. I'm rich. You're about to be poor. I'm rich. You're about to be poor. I'm rich. You're a free agent. I'm rich. You're a free agent. I'm rich. He's still a free agent. your daddy is. Let me talk to your dad. Let me talk to your dad. Where's your dad? You're a free agent. Where's your dad? You're a free agent. You're a free agent. You ass. Talk to Let me talk to your dad. Where's your pop? You ass. Where's your pop? You ass. So oh the kid God. is filming all of this, or his friends are filming it for him or whatever. Now, the kid has since apologized. Now, let me just tell you my quick position on this, okay? Number one, I want to start with the kid, and I'll work my way backwards to Cam. Number one, clearly what he did was disrespectful. I don't think anyone would argue otherwise, okay? Number, what I would say, though, is this. I hate Kaplan judging anyone, okay, including adults, by their worst moment, okay? If you are a repeated offender at something, that's a different story. But it, I hate judging people by their worst moment, especially some 13 or 14-year-old kid or whatever he is, okay? But 
I, I'll say this. This could have been way worse, and I'm glad Cam Newton kind of caught himself because that could have been – it would have been way worse for him because everyone knows who he is, okay? And when he started, get clearly he got defensive as anyone would in that scenario, okay? He was like – he's like, yo, what do you mean I'm poor? I'm rich. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I've made millions of dollars. I've been an MVP in this league. He didn't say that, but that's clearly what he's thinking. But then he caught himself, and he's like, wait a second. Where's your dad? Like, where are your parents? You know what I mean? Like, who are you're a child? Like, what? Are, have some respect, you know, Dude. for your for your elders. Dude, and, and 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 that is what you just talked about. It is the social media culture coming to life. Ugh. People not understanding there are repercussions for the way you talk to people. Well, let's talk about this for a second. So start off with this, okay? Everybody thinks this kid's a little punk, and he obviously is. Okay, I don't. I don't like using that word, but go ahead. Well, I'm not going to call what, him that. What? What? what how, how about disrespectful little jerk? Is that okay? I'm fine with disrespectful little guy. I mean, oh, jerk. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to name call because that's what he did. I'm stooping well, to a child's level. Well, let me tell you something. The kid comes off as a complete embarrassment. When I say it like that, here's what I'm thinking. I'm that I agree with. Yes, I'm a parent, right? Yeah. My, I send my kid to a football camp of some kind. Um, Cam Newton is there. He's a star NFL quarterback. Sponsoring, I know he had a, sponsoring teams, by the way. I know he had a bad year last year, but wait, my my kid who's 16 or 17 is is calling him out? Like, I didn't raise you to be like that. And, Correct. And, and so, first of all, Cam comes over, and his whole thing of, I'm rich, I'm rich. It's like, hey, brother, um, you're a grown-up, okay? And you're on an NFL field every weekend, and people are yelling terrible things at you. Um, and, and you've got to block that out and ignore it. Do you get into it with fans all the time? I mean, for a grown man to let this little kid get into him like that, rather than walking away and, and like saying, I'm not, there's a kid over here taunting me. I'm not going to get myself caught up in some social media mess with a bunch of cameras on. But then I'm rich. I'm rich. We get it. We understand. You've lived a great football life. Okay. We get it. You're rich. Don't get caught up into this little kid. Now asking, where's your dad? Let me tell you what that means. Where's your father? Because if your father's here, I'm going to walk over to your father and I'm going to say, sir, is this your snot-nosed little kid right here who's taunting me? Well, guess what? I don't want to beat him up, but I'd like to beat you up. Now, I don't, yeah, mean, I don't think I, that was going to be the case at all. <laughs> okay, listen to me. I don't mean that like he's physically, but it's like, how could you let your kid behave this way to anybody who's, who's an adult, who's giving their time, who's passing on any wisdom, whatever, who's who's a pro, like, no respect so you, at you, all. You, I, I, that we agree, for sure. Um, let me ask you this, and we can discuss it on the other side, and we can open it up to the phones at 877-710-ESPN, because we don't have a winner. Uh, our pal, let me make sure I get his name, Stephen Garcia and Downey did not call in the allotted time. Ridiculous. Um, so, unfortunately, he didn't win, but fortunately for you, $360 on, tomorrow at 430. And if you want to register, register right now by texting the word MISSION, to 40705 that's mission to 40705 and you could potentially win 360 bucks tomorrow well there you have it yeah and by the way um it we have to mention uh our friend uh it's brought to you it brought to us by who cap it is brought to us by sweet james did you know this i i did yes yeah it's brought to us by sweet james accident attorneys visit sweetjames.com i'll tell you right now all right so here's what we're going to do, Cap. We're going to take a quick break. I want to open up the phone, see how people – because it sounded like you thought Cam should have just ignored him. See, I think that that's a natural reaction, and he caught himself. I actually feel that is uh, – considering any of us could have had just been stunned by it and just had the natural reaction, I actually like the way Cam handled that. But we'll open it up to people at 877-710-ESPN. We'll ask parents how they would have felt if that was their kid. Clearly, I would have been mortified, you as well. But – the kid did apologize, and I don't. I want to at least acknowledge that. Well, part you know of it. why, though. You know why the kid apologized. Well, tell it's, me it's, on the other it, side. Tell okay. me on the other All side. Right. Tell me on the other side. We'll get to that. Plus, what you need to know and the panic level on the Lakers: one to ten. Ten being most panicked. One being least panicked. Hit us up. Where are you on the panic meter with the Lakers after a rough weekend? And Brooklyn kicking some ass right now in the NBA. 
It's, that, they're looking dangerous. 877-710-ESPN. We're back in three minutes. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. We'll get to your calls here in just a moment. And don't forget, we did not have a winner today in our Mission 18 contest. So that means 360 bucks on the line tomorrow. Text the word MISSION to 40705 to register. Text the word MISSION to 40705 to register to win $360. Cap, what do you got? All right, so what's today's date? Anybody know what today's date is? Today is February 22nd. Okay, February 22nd, 2021. Correct. 41 years ago on this date, my man, Al Michaels, one of my faves, screamed those famous words, do you believe in miracles? Yes. 41 years ago, the miracle on ice. Al does it, it'll give you goosebumps. When I do it, it's not the same, but I'm telling you. There you go. 41 years ago. Uh, George, I know you were probably a young guy. I was 10 years Two. old at the time. Most people forget <laughs> that the USA team beat the Soviet Union. That was the not Russians. the gold medal game, right? Not the that gold was medal the, game. The, yeah, yeah, that, that, was the, that, that was the semifinal round, right. yes. That was the game to get to the championship. Yeah. Um, I love hearing stories about that night. My friend Jim Lampley, I'm blatantly name-dropping, tells the most incredible stories about that night and where he was and how he got there and you know, a dinner with Jim Craig and Michael Ruzioni and I mean, just it's 41 years. It's hard to believe because it was the greatest sports story of of the last century. Yeah. And look, it, it's it's certainly the greatest sports story in American history. You know what I mean? Like it was, as you pointed out, a bunch of kids going up against a bunch of pros. Right. Like it is the the perfect Americana type of story. Right. Like the little engine that could versus this big, bad machine. Yeah, I'm with you. Like it is an incredible moment. Uh, I know Bergman, you say it's what your favorite movie. Is that your favorite sports movie? It is one of the best sports mir- movies, period. It might be my favorite. Did you just have a stroke on the air? The sports mirror? I just I just stopped. I just, you know, broke up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just I was combining two words at once and you caught it me. Happens me the look, it, happens me? I, it happens all the time. Look, it happens to me. Well, I, I listen, I said that to me by myself on Friday. I, I don't know what the hell I was trying to get out on Friday in one of the breaks. And, uh, you know, and I said, did I just have a stroke on the ear? What the hell just happened? <laughs> all right. So, George um, Shadano, there, there is the, the there's my what you need to know. What's your what you need to know? Let me hear what my you what you, my what you need to know is real quick. It is uh, Max Homa on the PGA Tour. He won this weekend's event. He is from Santa Clarita. So a Southern California kid. So congratulations to him. Um, I'd love to know like some people on the rise, right? Because we know all the athletes that have come out of here, like the super duper famous ones. I don't think I'm not a huge golf guy. So maybe Max Homa is way more famous than I give him credit for. But again, not a golf guy. Um but I would love to hear if people want to chime in to people we should know, right? This is what it's you need to know. Idea. Hit it's us up idea. with what who we need to know, right? As so far you, as athletes on the rise, college right. athletes, uh, you know, guys in the pro level in different sports, maybe some obscure sports, etc. Well, here's the thing: if you're a kid or a kid that you played high school ball with is a kid that's on the rise, right? So let's say you played high school baseball with a guy, or maybe you played high school volleyball with a young lady. Maybe you played high school football with some dude. If you've got a name and you say, hey, you got to keep an eye on these guys because they're going to eventually be superstars, you should give us their names and we'll start a, a database of kids that are all from L.A., Orange County, Southern California, and we'll keep an eye on these kids. Yeah. Absolutely, and I think our marketing group can do that, right? Like, they can kind of update people, and it'd be like a cool theme, I think, that we can do, just kind of like local kids done good, right? Like something like that. And by the way, we should just keep coming up with great ideas because these are great ideas, and then everybody else should do the things that we say. Yeah, exactly. So we we, the theme can be who you need to know, some local uh, Southern California athletes on the rise. There you go. Boom. I just did it for you, Tommy. There you go. Make sure we get that package together. Let's do it. All right. That's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Um, all right. Let's get to the phones. we got people want to chime in on the Lakers, right? We were talking about whether they should be panicked. So, Kaplan, just to reassess where we're at, right. you are at a what? One to ten on the Lakers right now after this weekend? Here's how the scoreboard goes, as I recall. I'm at a five. I think Anthony Davis's injury is something you've got to be concerned about. And realistically, he might not even play this year. I mean, I know no one wants to hear it, but I'm just going to say it. So I'm at a five. It's not out of the realm of possibility. I'm with you on that. I'm at a five. Am I concerned about LeBron's minutes? No, because I think two things. One, he's superhuman and can handle it. 
And two, he's always campaigning about wanting his damn respect. I want my damn respect. I, I want my, my MVP. That's mine. And, and I want my damn respect, too. That's what I'm talking about. And so for me, you know, this is his chance. Prove to everybody that you're, you're carrying this team on your back. But I'm just telling you, looking around, what I've seen in Brooklyn the last couple of days, they're, they're much better than I expected that they were going to be because I didn't think they'd be able to get along. And so I'm at a five. That's where I'm okay. at, George. All right. You should have listened to me on Brooklyn is all I'm saying. Um, and <laughs> Bergman, you're at a what? I'm at a four. Okay. You're at a four. Laura, you're at a? 7.5. And I'm at a, 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 a hmm. solid six. I'm kind of in between uh, Cap and Laura. So let's go to the phones. And then people want to weigh in on the cam situation that we were d- discussing now. But let's go to Manuel in Gardena. Manuel, ¿cómo estás, amigo? Bien, mi cubano hermano, the Hebrew hammer Kaplan, how you doing? Manuel, and my so, man. As far as uh, the Lakers, look, I'm at a one as long as they're healthy. So you can add a zero if we find out that the Achilles goes. Mm-hmm. All right. right. I'm not going to BS. But come on, man. I'm tired of everybody naming the Clippers East the East Coast champs already. Have we forgotten the ineptitude that the New Jersey Nets franchise, and yes, I call them New Jersey, have been over the last, as long as I remember, I mean, come on, man. They have to prove it, just like the Clippers last year. That's right. And what happened with the Clippers last year? So i got to see it to believe it. All right, man. The Cam situation. Oh, go ahead. Disrespectful, but he was a kid, man. What could you say? Oh, come on, man. listen. kid off that how many, how many dumb things did you do when you were a kid? How many dumb Not things that. did you do as an adult? Well, a lot. <laughs> but, but, I, but you see, it's a different world, man. It's a different world. And, and everybody's got a camera, you know. And, and for that kid to, to have just undressed that grown man to try and humiliate him. No, I agree. It was stupid. It's just, just totally yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. It was awful. You know? I agree. But he apologized. You know, he's a kid. Yeah, why do you apologize? You know why he apologized? Because, because of public the- pressure, I'm sure. Or his parents, maybe his parents were going to tell him they were going to kick his butt. I mean, you know who knows? This, you know who this kid is? He's courtside Karen. That's who he is. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's, he's I mean, he did act like that. I'll courtside. give you that. What's that? He did act like that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah he sat yeah. there at courtside, and he, and he took his shot. And then when the but public the big difference is he apologized. Him, courtside Karen ran with that for like two days. Still. Well, listen, but I'm not here to defend courtside Karen. I'm here to tell you that the, this is what you have to do in America. Everybody puts all this pressure on you. You hurry up. I'm so sorry. I'm a good guy. I do philanthropic work in the community. Look, there's a tear running down my face. I'll never do it again. That's what you have to do. In fact, his apology was so long, he had to go into the notes app on his phone. He couldn't even do it on Twitter because there well, are I mean, no characters. Want, I mean, come on. If you want to do a real apology, then you, you got to actually... Uh, you you got to go to the have, notes section. Yeah, of course. All right, let me go to Guillermo. Guillermo, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, hey. yo. Let me Let me just first say I'm a sports fan, but most importantly, I'm a father. Okay. This kid embarrassed his parents. He did. And I think Cam Newton's reaction was spot on because I think he was shocked. Yes. How many of us goes into the confession booth to have the priest call us out about the game we played last season? It's a shock. This kid should have been kicked out of the camp he should have been asked to leave and that's it we cannot tolerate this from our kids you know what you're so right let me tell you something really quick very quick anecdote george you ready yeah this past weekend i had an opportunity to sit down with two guys that are in the u.s navy one's retiring after 30 years of service one's retiring after 20 years of service and i literally sat with these two guys for an hour and I said, tell me what you guys think about where we are. I'm just curious. Like, what, what do people inside the military think? And these guys both told me that we're getting out of the Navy now because of the young kids that are coming into the Navy. Now, look, this is two guys. It's just their opinion. It's just a conversation I was having this weekend. But it goes to the point that kids today are so disrespectful. And you want to know why they're disrespectful? Because let me tell you something. We were disrespectful little snots ourselves. But... We had a little bit more uh, respect. These kids today, they're just a bunch of disrespectful little punks at times. And, and let me tell you, uh, guys in the military were telling me, 
we got to get out because of who these kids are and how they how they treat adults today. They'd have no. And, and look, I'm not trying to be Mr. Grumpy Old Man here. I'm just giving you an example of social media allows a kid to sit behind a fake account on a phone and say whatever he or she wants to whoever they want. And that's what we've taught this generation disrespect through social media. That's my I'm off my soapbox. There you go. I'm with you on the social media part of it. But I, I and Bergman wants to weigh in on this. But Bergman, let's do it in the other segment, because I do want to take one more call here. Uh, Ian and Redondo. Ian, what do you got on the Lakers? Hey, gentlemen, uh, I'm at a three or four. Um, okay. I just don't think I think the playoffs are a completely different season. It's like completely sure. different. Sure. And I love that. Our matchups, you know, in a seven-game series where there's adjustments, I know our, I trust our coaching staff to make those adjustments. I do think Steve Nash is untested. Um, and we all know James Harden doesn't play as well in the playoffs. I'm just, just saying Right, that, but, but now he's got um, two other monsters with him, right? Like, I think yeah, that – I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the, they got firepower like crazy. But yeah. you also know that they're not going to shoot, you know, 50% every game from three. No, no, you know? no. They were insane. They shot, to your point, thank you, Ian, for the call, um, and thanks, Guillermo, earlier as well. They shot nearly 50% to his point, 49% during the road trip, which was insane. But they are capable of doing that for a series, <laughs> is the point, right? If they could do it for six, they could do it for four. And that's the scary part, Cap. But uh, let's take a break. We, uh, we'll get more calls on the other side on the Lakers, where they are on the panic meter, where you are on the panic meter, and, of course, on this cam stuff. A lot of people chiming in at 877-710-ESPN. More Riri. Nice. It's an umbrella for margaritas because it's National Margarita Day. Where's the, where's the best margarita you've ever had, Kaplan? Oh, man. I'm not, uh, I'm not the world's biggest margarita drinker, so I could, like, try and make something up and make it sound cool. But um, but I, I can't actually, you know, I got these friends of mine that uh, that live in Cabo. So these are people from San Diego who live in Cabo, but they're from Mexico City. And I went down to meet them once in Mexico City. Have you ever had um, grasshoppers in your guacamole? Uh, not in my guacamole. No, I've had the gusano in like, uh, the, you know, in tequila, you know, like the worm or whatever. Yeah, no, this is like a Mexico City thing. Laura, do you have you ever heard of what I'm talking about? I've have, only had it in the tequila, and I oh, heard yeah, it's good yeah, luck if you have yeah, it. Yeah, grasshoppers in your guac. Um, yeah, George, I'm, I can't say I'm the world's biggest margarita drinker. How about you? Um, I've had some good margaritas around town, like, before. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I went to, like, a Mexican place with Key one day. I'm trying to remember. Was it called it... Margaritas? No, no, no. Because no. if you were to type in best margarita in L.A. and Google – there's like 500 places with the name Margarita in the title of the place. Oh, no, no. This place did not have uh, Margarita in the title. Um, I'm trying to remember what the name of that place was. But all right. I, I just I don't remember right now. But either way, it was uh, I want to say it was like El something. El, El Carmen. Does that sound right? It does to me because I don't know if it was right or wrong. So, yeah, it sounds yeah. right to me. It sounds like it might have been the place. So anyway, and then of course, um, what's the um, the famous place in Sh uh, Sherman Oaks in the Valley, uh, Bergman? Um, the uh, longtime Mexican restaurant. Oh, uh, Casa Casa Vega. Casa, yeah, oh, Casa, Casa Vega. Vega. I've been to Casa, Casa Vega. Vega. Yeah, Casa Vega. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I've been there in a long, there. long time. But uh, but yeah, I used to go down there all the time back in the day yeah, when I, don't I worked. Really drink in margaritas that much, huh? Don't really drink margaritas that much. I mean, I got to be honest. I just don't. I'm not a huge margarita person either. I've told you, I'm a brown liquor person. Um, I like Scotch whiskey. Um, you know, no, no, bourbon. No, no. no none of none of the brown liquors do it for me. I'm much more of a of a vodka, tequila, on the rocks kind of person. Clear. Liquors. Well, I like anything on the rocks. Like you can give me almost anything on the rocks, and I'll drink it. Yeah, clear liquor. I don't like mixing it up all that much. But a margarita once in a while. But I don't like the the uh, frozen margarita. I want like like you said, just like something on the rocks. Yeah, I don't need I just, the salt for, rim though. For for me, it sounds like you know acid reflux waiting to happen. If I'm being completely <laughs> citrus about the whole situation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Laura. I love margaritas. <laughs> no, I know. I, I've seen your. Uh, I've seen your. your you got social the media margarita, before. Laura. I love. Uh, ooh, you know who I love, Cap? It's actually in San Diego, Kings and Queens. Mm. I love their margaritas. They're so good, and you have to get it with the tahini rim, yeah. and no slushy margaritas. It's disgusting on the rocks. Yeah. All right, Amazing. tahini rim. Very yeah. good. I got two bottles of tahini this weekend at Costco. Mm. I battled. Yes. I did battle this is weekend. Is Frida? Is Frida like a chain here in LA, or is it? Or, 
because I feel like I've seen more than one. Because I know there's one at the Delamo Mall, and I know I've seen. I'm pretty sure I've seen one in Beverly Hills. Is that the same place? Like same, like same restaurant? Do you know Laura or no? I know there is a Freedom Mexican Cuisine one in like Beverly Hills, but I didn't know there was one at the Delamo Mall. Yeah, I've seen one at the Delamo Mall too. So I don't know if they're the same people though. I would assume so because it is kind of fancy the one at the Delamo Mall. But that hey, place George, has good George margaritas. Sedano. Let me ask you this question. We're talking yeah. margaritas here for a minute, but yeah. but let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Give me um, a minute or two here. Give me a George Sedano scouting report on the Washington Wizards. Because if I'm being completely transparent here for a moment, I don't mm-hmm. know a whole lot about this ball club this year. Right. So so tell me what, if you're a Laker fan and you don't know a whole lot about Washington, yeah. and it's the first time you're watching them this this season, right? Uh, what are you going to see tonight? Um, you're going to see a team that has a really good offense, okay? They have an excellent offense. Um, they have been ravaged by COVID. I think they're the team that's missed the most games due to COVID this year. They had, I want to say, seven or eight guys infected. Um, so they had to get shut down for almost two entire weeks. <laughs> um, but they can score, Cap, with the best of them. Obviously, Bradley Beal leads the league in scoring. Russell Westbrook has started to play like Russell Westbrook again, even though a slow start to the season. They've got some nice young talent. Guys like Rui Hachimura uh, is a nice kind of power forward player for them that can do a little bit of everything. He scores at a pretty decent level. Not a great three-point shooter, um, but he can get them some buckets near the rim. Uh, they lost Thomas Bryant, who Laker fans obviously will remember. Uh, he's been out through the season, so they've been playing Rui mostly at the center spot uh, with guys like Robin Lopez kind of mixed in there too, one of the Lopez brothers. Uh, but their three-point shooting is excellent. I mentioned Beal, obviously, is a great three-point shooter. Davis Bertans, who they signed to a tr- huge contract uh, this offseason, one of the better three-point shooters in the league. And then they drafted a guy in the lottery called Denny Advia from uh, Israel, I believe, and he is an excellent three-point shooter and just like a good ball player but he's probably like a little thin you know he's so young that his body kind of needs to grow a little bit but he's got real skill there's no doubt so they can score for sure all right well you see now let me just say to everybody who's listening you see you see why i asked that question because all that stuff that george just said that none of us knew that was awesome george now i know what to look for tonight thank you yeah so look for Rui. look for uh uh, obviously, Bertans, be, besides Beal and, and Westbrook. And then Denny. Denny Miadvia is, uh, is going to be a really good player in this league. This portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing health care one person at a time. Scott Kaplan, excellent work as always. Hey, much love to this entire squad and to everybody listening. Yep, Greg and Laura, great job as always as well. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow we're giving away 360 bucks. Text the word MISSION to 40705 to register. Have a great National Margarita Day. And Lakers is coming up next. Lakers, Wizards, Sliwa, Michael with the pregame. Michael and John with the call coming up right here on your home of the world champion Los Angeles Lakers, 710 ESPN.